0: hello hello this is the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I am your host Amy. This podcast is based around relevant and completely irrelevant topics sometimes the deep and meaningful and other times pretty meaningless topics. There are way too many negative vibes in the universe so let's hang out together and spread Aesthetic Vibes. Welcome to today's episode. Today we're going to discuss two conspiracy theories that have been playing on my mind for a few days now and keeping me awake at night. Both of these leave me feeling like there's something more sinister going on here. Okay, let's go. Conspiracy theories are a popular view that something more sinister might be going on. And maybe there's a weirder explanation for something that doesn't feel right. Okay, so there's been two that have really been playing on my mind. Bear with me. These are going to sound kind of crazy, okay? (laughs) So just hang tight until I start to get to some of the evidence. Let's start off. Have you heard the Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory? Okay, I'm I'm sensing people are going to be like, yeah, I'm going to turn this episode off here. No, 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 bear with me, bear with me. Th- this is actually outrageous. Okay, Avril was a very big artist in the early 2000s. Her album Let Go was a huge success and that put her in the public eye. She at the time was one of the most famous people ever. The story goes around this time... Avril was struggling with this instant fame. She decided to hire a body double to stroll around in public to act as her, so she could live a little bit more privately. The girl who was the actor or actress, her name is Melissa Vendela. This girl looks very similar to Avril. There are some facial differences, but for the most part, they look very, very similar. Around the same time as her fame, Avril actually lost her grandfather, who was the absolute centre of her world. The theory goes that she was struggling so much with the fame and the loss of her grandfather that she committed suicide. But the record company had invested millions into Avril, so they needed to continue to keep moving forward with their plans. So they decided to keep Melissa on full-time as the replacement Avril. It's also worth noting that Melissa is an actress and singer, but apparently she was trained to be this new Avril. It sounds insane, right? Completely insane. Personally, I don't think she's dead, but I do think something weird is going on. Let me explain. There are images of Avril and Melissa side by side, and you can see there are distinct facial differences. Avril has a slightly broader nose down the bottom of the nose. Um, Yes, a nose change could be put down to plastic surgery. The inner corner of Melissa's eyes actually point up, whereas Avril's point down. So I'm not sure if there's surgery that could change this. So think like right in near the eye, like the tear duct in the very corner. Don't know if that can be changed. There's a mole missing on the new Avril, we'll call her the new Avril, um, her forehead that was actually there back in 2003, 2004. Yes, this could have been cut off or burnt off. I've had a mole burnt off my face. So yes, okay, we can write that off as potentially able to be fixed. The ratio of skin between Avril and Melissa's eyes to eyebrows are different. We could put this down to a facelift. Okay, so there are some rational explanations for some of the differences. Let me keep going though. So the new Avril, her handwriting is completely different to the Avril that we knew in 2003. Kind of weird because most of the time we learn to write and we kind of keep writing the same way. I've seen images of her writing then and her writing now and they're vastly different. Odd, right? Right. Her public signature has also changed, so there were two images of two of her CDs side by side. One from the 2003 Let Go, and then there was the 2004 album, and the signatures are completely different. Look, you you could put that down to a rebranding. Maybe someone at the production company looked at the the signature and went, you know what, that's shit, it needs to look like this. Whatever it might be, right? Rebranding, highly possible. Her voice has dramatically changed. So her speaking voice was a much lower range, but now her voice is extremely high-pitched. It's almost like a, a valley girl sound. Like it's quite high-pitched and it's a very strong Americanized, um accent. But not only that, her singing voice has changed. So there were two clips side by side. So one was the original 2003. She was singing from the Let Go album and it was this deep... Um, kind of raspy voice whereas now it's this higher pitched sounding voice and if you listen to these two side by side it is insane how different they sound I encourage you to listen there's a song sample of knocking on heaven's door and she sings it in 2003 and then many years later and you can just see the the differences are so dramatic like it is it is clearly a completely different voice back on accents. She has lost her Canadian accent. Okay, I get that can happen. Let's look at Iggy Azalea, perfect example. She's Australian but she's lived in America for as long as, you know, she was 16 or some shit. So, when she talks, you kind of hear a little bit of the Australian, but you hear that American mix in it as well. So accents can change if you're in an environment where everyone is speaking in the same accent. You do pick up on small articulations. Her dress sense has completely changed. She was very much a tomboy. She'd wear baggy jeans. She used to have a tie around her neck, which was like her signature thing. Um, and she'd wear kind of these tight tops and have like a little bit of a midriff showing. Then after 2003, she became very girly punk, wearing lots of skirts and dresses. And she actually made a point of telling the media back in 2003 how much she hated skirts and dresses. I could put this down to rebranding. So often as singers mature, they... um, need to update their look. Their representation or management might say to them, hey, we need to keep you current. You now need to change the way you do whatever it might be, dress, speak, whatever. The moles and freckles on her arms are in completely different locations. I don't know how to explain that, but there's a picture of her side on 2003, post-2003, and the moles are in completely different spots. I don't know how that can happen. Apparently... (laughs) her height has changed so uh originally she was five six and she's now five three I don't know how you can lose height <laughs> unless the first one was incorrect but I don't know how you can I, I I don't know I don't know the answer to that one there's a photo shoot picture that was allegedly Avril around that 2003-2004-ish mark. And it's a close-up picture of her with her fist kind of up near her face, raised towards the camera, and the word Melissa written on her hand. Remembering her double is Melissa Vandela. This seems a little too obvious for me. If we're trying to hide a conspiracy theory, let's just say the representation management team, whatever, are, are trying to hide uh, a change in individual, would they be as bold as letting, letting the word Melissa be written on the new Avril's hand to prove that she's a different person? Like, come on, that feels like a stretch to me. There was a picture that surfaced in 2012 that showed Avril buying cheese <laughs> when at the same time the new Avril was in fact sick battling Lyme disease and the two people look completely different they look like two different Avrils apparently there are lyrics in her second album that have messaging in them that suggests Avril is no longer around apparently the new Avril had included some lyrics to indicate the old Avril no longer exists and there were little messages planted throughout i don't know about this if again if they're trying to hide a replacement Would they allow her to put words into songs to allude to otherwise? I don't think so. One of her best friends stopped hanging out with her in 2004 and released his own song, which had the lyrics, we had the best years of our lives, but you and I would never be the same. September took me by surprise. That could relate to anything. That could relate to a hookup. But people claim he's indicating September... In 2004, she died. I don't know. Okay, so apparently one of the most concerning pieces of evidence is the fact that if you try to Google this conspiracy theory, apparently most of the pictures and articles supporting the theory have been deleted or removed. Okay, if it's just a conspiracy theory, why would we see evidence and articles being removed. Okay, it's a lot. (laughs) As you can see, some of it can be easily debunked, but I question some of it. How is it possible for so much to change? I get we change over time, we end up looking and sounding different in some instances, but these differences are considerable. And when you add them all together, there's a lot going on. I personally don't think she's dead. I do, however... Think she's still using a body double to avoid being in the public eye. That makes the most sense to me. And this is why we're probably at times seeing particular differences. If she hated being famous back then, she probably still feels the same. And if she originally hired someone to be her so she could live a more private life, then there might be a possibility that she's still doing this so she can enjoy that peaceful life. I do find some of the pieces of evidence in kind of like air quotes, (laughs) a little bit of a stretch. Avril herself has responded saying it's a dumb internet rumour. I don't think she's ever come out and adversely said, I am still the same me. I think she's kind of said, oh, I'm not dead. I'm here. Um, But I don't know how clear she's been. What do you think? Are we looking into this far too much and we're able to explain it? Or is there something else weird going on? I think there's something weird going on. I don't think it's as sinister as her dying and then being replaced. I do think that we might be dealing with somebody who uses a body double. The second conspiracy theory has really been on my mind an awful lot. So we all know that Brittany Murphy passed away in 2009 and her husband, Simon Monjack, actually passed away soon after in 2010. But both passed away in the home they lived in, in the same bedroom, in the same manner. Do you actually know the story behind this home? strap in. It's gonna get wild. Prior to Brittany Murphy purchasing the house that her and Simon lived in, it actually belonged to Britney Spears. Brittany Murphy purchased the home in 2003. So at the time when Britney Spears owned the house, she was actually dating Justin Timberlake. Apparently, she had some otherworldly experiences in the home. Britney Spears complained of weird things happening all the time in the house. But the most concerning being, Britney Spears had a friend over who was doing some Reiki healing. Apparently, she'd had um, a huge partying weekend and she wanted to relax and kind of unwind after a huge weekend. So the friend began this Reiki and Britney Spears truly believes that the friend opened up a portal of some type. So Britney actually rang a friend after the Reiki, frantic, claiming that spirits had tried to push her down a set of stairs in the house. She was so scared that she left and went to the Casa del Mar Hotel to stay. And get this, she never went back to the house, ever. She actually sold the house and everything in it. So, Brittany Murphy then buys this fully furnished house from Britney Spears. There are too many Britneys. It's a weird coincidence, both of the names of Brittany as well. Very odd. Bear with me, we're getting there. Brittany Murphy had always claimed that something wasn't 100% right with the house. She would often beg her husband for them to actually stay at the Beverly Hills Hotel instead of going to the home. Simon would often say, look, we have this big house we live in, Um, we need to go there and and actually stay in the house and not waste money at a hotel. Brittany Murphy often commented to people that the house was very unlucky and she'd actually made plans to move her, her husband and her mother to New York the following year. Worth noting, Brittany's mother lived uh, with Brittany and Simon and her mother's name was Sharon. In 2009, Brittany collapses on the bathroom floor. She's found around 10 a.m. and pronounced dead at the Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in L.A. at the age of 32. So after some time, it was concluded that she actually died of pneumonia, anemia and drug intoxication, from prescription and over-the-counter medications. No illegal drugs were found in her system. Apparently, the death could have been prevented should she had seen a doctor a few days before. Tragic, right? I remember it at the time, and it was so sad because I was such a big fan of her and the things that she had done and the work that she'd put out, the movies that she'd been in. Um, She's such a good actress, and she seemed like such a kind soul. Five months pass. Sharon and Simon are still living in the house. Sharon finds Simon dead in the same room that she found her daughter. His death was ruled the exact same as Brittany's. Pneumonia, anemia, and drug intoxication from prescription and over-the-counter medication. What the hell? This is messed up, right? How do they die so close to each other of the exact same illness in the exact same room. This is, this is weird, right? So Sharon had a lot of issues actually selling the house and it was torn down in 2013, sold in 2017 for $14.5 million, three Three months later sold for $12 million and then in December 2020 for about $11.6 million dollars. There were reports of mould potentially being in the house and people claimed that that is what caused the pneumonia for Brittany and Simon. However, on examination of the house, this was untrue. There was no mould that was found. The conspiracy theories go a little further. Apparently, the years before her death, Brittany was told that she would need to change her appearance if she wanted to be seen as desirable by men and adequate enough to be cast as a lead in a film. The words that were used were far more explicit, but I'm just gonna to refer to it as being seen as desirable, but I'm sure you can imagine um, they used other words that were quite brutal uh, and quite degrading. So this meant Brittany had plans to lose weight. She was already very thin and then dye her hair a different color to meet these needs. It was said by her friends that her confidence was extremely low. She was very insecure, and they believed that led her to be vulnerable to Simon Monjack, her husband. It is claimed that Simon was a con artist. Brittany's friends, in fact, tried to hold an intervention showing her evidence of his criminal history, which she ignored. Simon soon moved in with Brittany and Sharon and began isolating Brittany from her friends by disconnecting her phone lines and cutting off access unless it went through him. He fired her manager, agent and makeup artist and took up the roles himself. Hmm. <laughs> Tell you what, I wouldn't be letting my husband do my makeup. Apparently, Brittany was fired from the last movie she was in after Simon showed up drunk on the movie set. So Simon passes away. Sharon, the mother, is left with everything and needs to sort out the house and the estates and whatnot. So Sharon is quite low on funds. So what she decides to do is sell the diamond jewelry that Simon had bought her. So she takes it to be sold. Turns out it's all fake. Simon was found to have spent $3 million in fake property, and he actually actually went as far as creating fake property deeds in this jewellery. He invested in jewellery, which he gave to Sharon and Brittany, and this was him investing the money wisely. So obviously when Sharon goes to sell (laughs) the jewellery and they go, actually, that's a piece of shit. It's not diamonds. She's like, what the hell? There's no doubting there's something else going on with Simon, right? He sounds like a bit of a a whack job. But is there something more sinister that occurred here? Did Britney Spears see something that scared the crap out of her, dodge a complete bullet by selling the place to Britney Murphy, who was later passed away, died in the house, and then her husband died? Putting aside the conspiracy about the fact that Simon's a weirdo, what the hell? How does this happen? This entire situation leaves me feeling so uneasy. How could she die so young of something that was so treatable? How could her husband die so quickly afterwards of the exact same illness? Did Simon, in fact, take advantage of Brittany? I think he did. Um, there are comments and quotes about, you know, she she really did present as um, quite a young uh, female. Even though she was thirty two, she was very naive and she was quite vulnerable at times. Um, and so she was likened to kind of being a little bit younger. Um, so yeah, did he play on that to kind of lure her in, spend her money, and all the rest of it? I don't know. The whole situation is sinister, and it leads me to believe something more went on. It doesn't make sense. So what do you think? Is this a completely odd coincidence or is there something more at play? Some theories claim that Sharon poisoned Brittany and Simon. I don't really buy that because her mum lived with her, so they were very, very close. And since her death, the mother has kept a very low profile and she basically refuses to speak about her death because of how upsetting it is. I don't buy. I just don't buy that the mum offed both of them. Is this a conspiracy theory or a mere coincidence and a series of unfortunate events? Brittany's death has always made me feel super, super sad. She was such a beautiful, um, gentle soul. And I have similar feelings about Amy Winehouse and her situation, obviously very different with all of the the drugs and whatnot two very different paths but they both make me feel really really sad so what the hell what happened what happened in both of these situations what do you guys think I am buying into both of them I think there's a an air of truth to both As with every episode, we end on a lighter note. And boy, oh boy, after that, do we need it. (laughs) Uh, That was a lot. Um, Let's talk about some of the worst TikTok trends of 2022 to date. Oh, my God, these people, these people. The first one is called dry scooping. (laughs) Could mean anything, but this is where people consume a scoop of powder supplements without mixing them in water. What this means is the powder goes straight to your lungs and causes pneumonia. It usually happens to people who have been inhaling flour particles for a long time. A more immediate effect is suffocating. Brilliant. Uh, So we had an idiot do that. (laughs) Then the TikToker took a sip of water And the dry substance transformed into uh, a gooey glob of shit in their throat. uh, And they had to seek medical treatment. Why? (laughs) Why are we putting dry shit in our mouths? Why are we doing it? Why are we doing this? It needs water. It's like trying to swallow an aspirin. Your throat explodes. Like, we need... Oh, my God. People. People. There's the methylene blue trend i don't know what this is i don't even know if i've pronounced it right wellness influencers are encouraging people to consume methylene blue because it has anti-aging properties and it boosts metabolism cognitive functions and it's a cure (laughs) for covid19 sounds wonderful okay this chemical compound is used as a fish tank cleaner and in science labs. There is no scientific evidence that it's beneficial for humans. So what you're telling me is people (laughs) are consuming cleaner and shit that's used in labs to clean. Brilliant. Something seems wrong there. My suggestion would be not to do that because you might die. That is ridiculous. And I highly doubt it cures COVID. If it did... (laughs) Wouldn't we know and wouldn't we have cure tablets available for uh, prescription? Come fuck on, people. Another one sounds as stupid as it is. Fake tongue piercings. Why? Who cares? Why would we do this? This is placing two magnets on either side of your tongue, which makes it look like a real piercing. You can also put these on your ears and it looks like you have different parts of your ears pierced. Wonderful. There's a particular case that hit the headlines where doctors had to remove the appendix of a nine-year-old to save his life after he swallowed magnets. There have been at least 65 children in England hospitalized after ingesting magnets. Why? Fake tongue piercings. Why is that a thing? Why do we want that? And if you do, just go get it pierced. It's a piercing. You can take it out when you get sick of it. Heels. Like, what the hell? Why would you put magnets in your mouth? That's got to taste like shit as well. Not only that, swallowing magnets? Like, me, I know nothing about anything medical. And I know that swallowing shit like that is going to destroy your insides. Why, people? Why? There's the blackout challenge. Oh, my God. This existed back maybe when I was in high school. But it wasn't called the blackout challenge uh, i think it was like the choking challenge or something like that anyway the participant holds their breath until they pass out i remember somebody putting their hands around your throat and you holding your breath at the same time until you passed out so there's like another form of this that i remember basically <laughs> morons are doing this on TikTok. Um, Millions of people have viewed videos where um, people are suffering asphyxiation, and it's been called like a stunt. Amazing. This activity has resulted in multiple fatalities, with the latest occurring in December just gone, when a 10-year-old was pronounced dead after being found unconscious in her Pennsylvania home. Oh, my God. So TikTok is currently uh, getting rid of all videos to do with blackout. I dare say they would be purging videos that have it um, in their SEO. So I, um, words on screen pick up in their SEO. They'd be getting rid of hashtags and then they'd be scouring for any type of other content that indicates people are doing this challenge the algorithm behind tiktok is very very unique in its complexities so i would assume a lot of these videos will be found very easily so if you're doing this you're putting this online it's going to get pulled down highly likely it might get turned over to the authorities if they're investigating further and there's a death associated don't do this um yeah Uh, TikTok actually spoke out and said, look, um, we don't condone this type of behavior. User safety is uh, number one priority and we will remove that content immediately if found or when found. Brilliant. Okay, the last one pisses me off and I'll explain why. (sighs) We have ticks. Think Tourette's. Okay, so we actually have young girls on TikTok faking symptoms of Tourette's. And uh, they're doing this because there are people that have Tourette's and they get a lot of views um, and a lot of kind of like a celebrity status online for the illness. I've seen some of this. (laughs) I ended up on part of <laughs> Tourette's TikTok. Oh it just I fucking did my head in. The thing that I saw was there are obviously some who are quite legitimate, very authentic. You can see um they're really really struggling and you can see the authentic nature. I came across one girl who <laughs> I found her very hard to believe. She, so a lot of the ones that I think are more believable are not necessarily swearing outbursts. So I think the thing that a lot of people don't understand about Tourette's is it's not just outbursts of like swearing and curse words and so forth. Tourette's actually has these really unusual tics, right? It can be things like any phrase doesn't have to have swear words in it. It can be any phrase. And someone with Tourette's might hear it. That phrase becomes embedded in them and that might come out in a tick. And it can be anything. So it could be, you know, um, somebody watching a television show, uh, a a particular phrase is used by that person repeatedly, whatever it is, and then that becomes a tick. Some of the others are, you know, whistling. Um, There's a lot of neck jerking and movements, um, a lot of eye twitching, but... It's common phrases as well as sometimes profanities. And I think that's the piece that people don't understand. It's not just yelling profanities in an outburst. There are other elements. And you can tell when you're watching somebody who has Tourette's and they legitimately have Tourette's. Anyway, I came across one girl and her Tourette's and tics were purely outbursts of profanities so her mum would speak and she'd say shut the fuck up you fat mole like stuff like that which I find a little bit harder to believe because she didn't have a lot of visual tics either um I'm not saying (laughs) I'm not saying that she didn't have it but I'm saying I found it very hard to believe she would often have these outbursts and then start laughing afterwards I found a lot of the other people that have these tics, that they're not laughing. They find the jerking and movements really painful because of the unnatural movement that's repetitive with the body. So a lot of them suffer like, you know, really bad neck pains and things like that. This girl, completely different. She was kind of just sitting there laughing every time she sort of said something like that. And the worst part about it was her mum laughed as well. So (laughs) kind of condone the behavior. She had a lot of people at school um, that were kind of saying this doesn't make sense because she um, didn't display anything until the age of like 13, 14. And then she started displaying ticks. which based on the research, because, you know, I kind of fell down this rabbit hole. And then I wanted to know, can you just get ticks, or you're born with it? Like, how does this work? And it said that you are generally born with it. So it's very difficult for Tourette's to just begin in life, according to the research I found anyway let's not <laughs> like it's just such an unnecessary it's 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 almost insulting to the people who suffer with this to be pretending to have this illness for attention like come on people do something better with your time fire out Well, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Join me next time when I discuss not sweating the small stuff. In the meantime, let's hang out on social media. You can hit me up at Aesthetic Vibes Pod, drop me an email at, at outlook.com, or you can visit my website, aestheticvibespodcast.com. So until next time, bye Bye-bye.